This week we're talking about June 12th through the 18th. The new moon is in Gemini and Saturn is retrograde in Pisces. This week the new moon in Gemini raises our conscious awareness to ask questions, be better listeners, communicators, and connectors. Saturn in Pisces begins its retrograde transit while Saturn in Pisces begins its retrograde transit while the moon, sun, and Mercury in Gemini align with Saturn and Neptune in Pisces, pushing us to ask questions compassionately in order to get the facts to validate our intuition. The Weekly Transit Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host, Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. The Weekly Transit. Good morning, Scott. Good afternoon, Ingrid. Uh, I guess I guess it's afternoon. It's literally no. One. It's nighttime. It's actually nighttime right now. Oh, okay. So number one, <laughs> I gotta. I have to. I have to go reread it. I was just looking at my. You know, you get secret messages on Instagram. Okay. So I just listened to it, but I didn't have time to respond yet. If she's out there listening, she sent these really beautiful voice notes. Mm-hmm. And number one, she was just very supportive. And number two. She was like, uh, yes, actually, Scott did sing. Oh, yes. The whisper part. <laughs> and I loved it. And I love his vulnerability and never take out Scott singing because he's like, just makes it he's so happy that he sings to us. I love it. I love it. So I yes. thought it was so cute and sweet and just so supportive. So I uh, maybe just in my mind, I was like, okay, Scott, you've gone off the deep end with this whisper sing because yeah. I said I took it out and then maybe I thought about taking it out and then I was like, no, it's cute or sweeter. I don't know. So it's still there. So I'm not sure that person must have blacked out at that point. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I have, to, I have to accuse my friend of not really listening to the full show or something. I don't know. Like... <laughs> because he was like oh it wasn't in there but i'm glad it was yeah i like that you put him into a trance yes and and she did leave a message like on spotify too it says uh all caps the whisper and then part of the i'm not in love song actually was all caps on the podcast and we all heard and loved it. Three exclamation points Aww. with a smiley face emoji. <laughs> so I'm not sure what happened on your end, but it did come through for us. And so, yeah, it was positive. So yeah. if anybody wants to hear Scott's <laughs> beautiful cameo, it is two weeks ago's episode and he will sing you a beautiful lullaby by 10CC. A song that Ingrid probably still hasn't listened to. I haven't listened to it. <laughs> <laughs> listen to it hilarious I, pro- I will i will listen it's on it's on my list of my homework sure. yeah okay all good <laughs> um so what's mm. new i have actually okay you go first do you have anything what? new well yeah i mean i guess totally i mean gabriella graduated oh, yes. from college or from she got her master's in uh counseling psychology 
uh, marriage and family therapist. So very exciting. It was an amazing, amazing weekend. I, I did a post on um, Instagram about it and you, you can just see from, you know, the look on her face, how ecstatic she was. I mean, I've never seen her <laughs> look and feel so happy. I mean, it was she worked so hard for so yeah. long. Mm -hmm. And I'm most proud because like, I mean, it's amazing to finish this program. Uh, Pacifica is an incredible school. Anyone who's looking to uh, get into like depth psychology, becoming a therapist. It's a, it's a Carl Jung based school. Uh, it's really just, it's, it's in Santa Barbara. The campus is beautiful. And, and just the people that work there, the staff, the, the professors, they are just so loving and caring and open hearted and, uh, but I'm really proud because she, you know, she worked on this thesis for God, I don't like a year almost. I mean, yeah. it, like she'd been thinking about it for a year, uh, but you know, she's a Libra sun and a Virgo moon. So she has trouble making decisions and she's a perfectionist. So it, it had to get down to that point where, oh my God, if I don't pick a, if I don't pick a topic, then I'm. I'm not going to graduate. And so it's like, just pick a topic. And so she did. I can relate, I can relate to that. <laughs> yes. And so she picked her topic and, and then she was, you know, working on it to no end. And it was just, you know, never good enough, never good enough. And so finally it got to the point where it's like, if you don't turn this in, you're not going to graduate. And, and there are people that, that, didn't turn in their thesis and now they have to wait until like the next semester no whatever graduate yeah i was like you are definitely turning it in i don't care how bad you think it is like because you're not continuing school you're done now so <laughs> Scott said you're done <laughs> so um so she was they were given an opportunity to present the thesis at school. And so she wrote her thesis on individuation, which is a philosophy of Carl Jung and the North node and astrology and how astrology and how can astrology and individuation um, help lead someone to wholeness and like understanding who they are. And so she was focused on the North node and she wasn't sure if she was going to present it or not because she uh, didn't have to, it's the day before graduation, like you're done. And so it was just kind of a nice thing for the students to do. And she wasn't sure if she wanted to, but then she was like, you know and what I want to. Wait, so, yeah. so what is presenting meaning like speaking in front of speaking like, in front of people? Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, she's an Aries North node uh, like you. And so she needs to be decisive and, and put her face out there and those sorts of things. You know, she wants to hide behind people because she's the Libra South node and the Libra sun. But she's like, you know what? I'm going to do it. And, and then it wasn't until like the night before that she was like, you know what? I actually really want to do this. I, I want it to be good. And she was like, she was up until like two in the morning working on slides for like the visual presentation, slept like three hours. We drove up to, 
to Santa Barbara. She, luckily, she was one of the first presenters because, you know, it's just it was a long day. 16 people presented from her cohort and she she crushed it. She was amazing. And, you know, so many people she, were asking her about the North Node and, oh, where's my North Node? Where's my North Node? And everybody wanted to know. Um, but I was just so proud of her to see her up there and speaking. She was very much in command of what she was sharing. She has a so. way about her that is not in an aggressive way, but she is like really knows how to stand her ground mm. and just be commanding and interesting and interested and very intelligent. Like, mm. I mean, we've, I've only spent a short amount of time with her, but she made such a big impact on me. I feel like I just like know her somehow so <laughs> deeply by the few times yes. we got to spend together. We spent one of yes. my birthdays together. Yes. You came over to our house when we were at the other place. Yeah. We had a really beautiful meal. Time. You guys cooked for me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So now that she's done with the thesis and everything, now we can, uh, you know, have you over. And like, yay, she's like, I yay, don't yay, want yay. to be social with anyone until I'm done with this graduation because it's just, yeah. she was just so deep in this work. She's like, this is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. And so I was just so proud to see her up on in front of everyone sharing her knowledge. And yeah, she of has the such North a node, but like mm -hmm. also fulfilling her North North node. Her North presenting. node. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. You know, and she doesn't see that about herself. She doesn't see that she I'm like, you are you're actually intimidating. Like you don't understand. She's 100%. Like, <laughs> yeah. And she doesn't see herself that way. I think she's she gonna make she's a, an amazing therapist because she's hmm. I mean I, I don't want I mean I think she could be intimidating if she wanted to be mm -hmm. but like she just has a presence about her that feels like she just knows like she's hmm. so wise hmm. and wise way beyond her years I feel like she's lived a million years totally yeah she's, just, she's an old soul for sure yeah, the ability to hold space and I just think it's such a special type of character that also reminds me of you in a lot of ways where it's mm. like you guys just feel wise and that mm. is something that is beautiful to be able to share with other people like the wisdom that you have acquired being able to share it with other people in a way that is digestible is such a gift yes Yes. I, thank you, Ingrid. Thank you. I, I just, I felt so fortunate. You know, we stayed with my cousin lives up in Santa Barbara and like when we walked into uh, her house after the all day presentation, which was exhausting, you know, it was like six hours and then they had this whole closing ceremony, which was so beautiful. And just the people in Gabriella's you're, you're like, you're, you're my two women, you know, the mm -hmm. closest women in my life, aside from yeah. my sister and mom. Uh, but she, her cohort. So I, I just want to share a couple things. Like she, when she went to school, when she got in and she was like, I'm going to Pacifica or I'm not going to graduate school at all. Like it's yeah. Pacifica or bust. And so she got in and they said, you can start on one of these three dates. And so we looked at where the planets were going to be aligned of course on each did. of those dates Yay. in alignment with her chart. 
And I was like, you know, I didn't choose for her, but I did tell her like, you know, this, these are the gifts and challenges of these different dates. There was one that stood out very clear to me as like the best one. And that's the one that she chose. And it's so magical because the people in her cohort, which is the group of people that she was going through all these classes with for the last, for the last three school years, they are so amazing and they have such an incredible relationship with each other. Uh, it's like they're they're like a family. Uh, it, like the relationships that she's cultivated with these with these other individuals. I just had the best time hanging out with them. Uh, especially after the graduation, we went over to one of the woman's houses who lives in Santa Barbara, and just felt such a deep connection. All these people are. Are, have been working so hard over the last two and a half years and they've come from all different walks of life, but they're doing this because they want to help in mental health. And so it's, it's very inspiring to see. I was also inspired because we stayed with my cousin and when we walked into her house after that first long day, there was a balloon that said like, congratulations grad or something like that. And there was a bottle of champagne with two glasses. And I was just like, wow. And there was a card and Gabriella is like crying. She's like, oh my God, like they did this for me. <laughs> like, yes. Wow. I didn't know they were going to do that, but you know, my cousin and, and her wife, they're just such loving, caring people. Um, and just so generous. And I'm so, <laughs> yes, I mean, it's like there mm. so much love, so much appreciation and support. Um, uh, it was truly, I've never been more proud in my life than being there for Gabriella on her graduation day. It was like the proudest moment of my life. I was like, so happy. I, it's been such a journey, you know, of of what we've gone through to to get her to this point and i'm so grateful to have been able to be a support for her along this road i mean yeah you guys i feel like it's been a really intense just last year specifically in terms of moving and so much mm -hmm. house stuff even before i guess maybe almost two years of just so many home issues and you guys both work from home and just trying to figure out where you're gonna be located i think that these things when we don't know the people involved like just you know i feel emotional over gabriella just having some sort of freedom and accomplishment where she can like breathe and like you know live and kind of fulfill her soul's purpose instead of just working so hard all the time and then you know you also working so hard all the time it's just like when is there going to be a break like you hear someone's graduated or someone moved it's just like oh yeah everyone does that all the time and it's like oh my god it is not easy like in those it is some trying times completing mm -hmm. something like that program and just figuring out a new space to live and kind of starting your life over in a new city is it's just totally. a lot she went from corporate america to being a therapist is she's a... working at nike yeah yeah like, that's exactly the most opposite <laughs> <laughs> and it's interesting to hear all these different individuals that graduated with Gabriella and, and where they've come from in life and in different places and to well, be where they are now. So people always think of like college or like school as being like your early 20s. But like, 
the older you get, I, I mean, I went to school when I was in my early twenties, but like, it gets much harder to, you have more responsibilities. You have more life experience. It gets harder to balance. Your expenses are more intense. Mm -hmm. So when you're older and trying to complete something like this, there's also a lot more soul and purpose attached to it. Where in your 20, it's just like, you don't even know what you're doing. You don't even know yeah. why you're going. I, yeah, I literally like, don't I'm know why. supposed to go to college. Yeah. That's literally how I ended up in college. I have no, yeah. I, I had no purpose. I didn't gather anything from it. People are like, oh yeah, you went to school. I'm like, I literally learned nothing. I promise you. Maybe it was good discipline, but it was a waste of my time. You like, sound like I, Gabriella. Oh my God. That's what she said. She's like, I don't even remember if I walked in graduation, let alone like oh, no, remembering my graduation. She's like, because I thought school was so dumb. I was like, I, I, I all I remember is when I graduated from college, this is Gabriella. She's like, okay, I'm done learning because that was a waste of time. <laughs> you know, like I feel like that was the dumbest. <laughs> pointless. Well, when you're not learning things that feel purposeful to you, mm -hmm. there is there truly is no point. Mm -hmm. Like if you I, I think that teachers are very important because if you like for me, if I connected with the teacher, then I would be more passionate about the subject and maybe I would retain it and it would be purposeful in some way. Like I actually liked, uh, what's it called? Physics. Mm. Cause you were learning math, but it was like, oh, the, the use for math in real life. Otherwise it's like, well, why am I learning that? Why am I reading fucking English books? And like all these stories about people that I don't give a fuck about. I don't want to read Hamlet. I yeah. never, I still never want to read that shit. I don't, I want to be entertained. Yeah. Like mm. I love learning, but I like learning about things that I'm passionate about. So yes. when you commit to something, when you already know you're passionate about it and you want to complete it, like that is, like she said, it's either this school or nothing. Like this is what I, yeah. I want this. I don't want mm -hmm. anything that's out there. That's not interesting to me. I think that that, I mean, that in itself is very North Node. And if anyone, we talk about North Node on here a lot, but if you're new to the podcast or you don't know, if you go on YouTube, um, there is a, a North node highlight reel. It's mm -hmm. basically your soul's purpose, figuring out why you're here. It's usually uncomfortable, but that's mm -hmm. how you, you know, open up and kind of step into your power. Yes. And that, that is what this program did for Gabriella. I mean, it really made her face her fears and by facing her fears and her insecurities and stepping towards them instead of away from them, she reached this great accomplishment where she, it was like the, the happiest moment of her life. I mean, this uh, is the end of an era. Yes, totally. Totally. So is there, it's, is there anything in her chart specifically that would kind of reflect this graduation in her astrological her her you know what's interesting is when we first met her mid neptune the planet of confusion illusion deception was conjunct with her midheaven which is the highest point of achievement her career and when we first met she was very confused about what she was doing with her life about what her goals were what her ambitions were she didn't, she was lost and she had some ideas and, and had some hopes, but she was also deceived by some people that she had these hopes with. And so they didn't pan out. And so now that Neptune has moved further into her 10th house and cleared away from the midheaven, now she's starting to be able to really imagine 
and reimagine the dream of what it is she's meant to achieve. So when you're going through a Neptune 10th house transit, and not everybody does, because Neptune it takes 162 years Whoa, for it to wow. transit through the zodiac. So it's like half the people do and half the people don't. Exactly. And yes. also that could be happening when you're so young that it's kind of less, uh, you're less totally. aware of, you know, tapping into yes. stuff. Yes. So when it starts in... Whenever Neptune moves into a house, that's when you become delusion or disillusioned by whatever that house is. So if it moves into your seventh house, you become disillusioned by relationships. If it moves into your first house, you're becoming disillusioned about who you are. If it, and then will you define disillusioned for me? Like where you're confused, where you don't know who you are. Like, I don't know who I am. Like if it's in relationship, it's like, why am I with this person? It doesn't make sense. Or maybe that person ends up deceiving you in some way that causes you to feel like, I don't know who I'm with. I don't understand what this relationship is anymore. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to me. But by the time Neptune moves out of that house, hopefully you've reimagined the dream and you've created a new reality and you're no longer disillusioned, but you you have faith now in relationship. But So by the time Neptune moves out of Gabriella's 10th house, she will hopefully have faith in what it is she's doing with her life yeah. as opposed to I when mean, it, it sounds moved like in, that's already was... starting to happen for exactly her. exactly so but she's she's a ninth house jupiter uh and jupiter rules the ninth house the ninth house is the house of higher learning so she's a naturally good student you know i think like her worst grade that she had while she was in graduate school is like an a minus you know <laughs> yeah i figured <laughs> So, and she always thought her papers were so bad. Oh, that was awful. And then she gets that like a Virgo perfect energy. <laughs> exactly. Virgo moon. It's like never good enough. So she was literally on the drive up. She was on the computer still tinkering with her uh, PowerPoint, pre <laughs> PowerPoint presentation for her. Uh, yeah. For her thesis presentation. And she was still tinkering with it. Well, I love, I mean, I love to hear all this. This is very exciting. I feel like this is like a new era for you as well. Yes. As, a, as an individual and yes. as a couple, like yes. a lot of changes are going to happen because of this. Absolutely. More free. There's going to be some more freedom. Yes. Yes. I'm so excited. Yay. <laughs> well. Yes. Tell me about you. We, oh. oh. Uh, well, I don't you want to go on too long because you, you had a lot of sharing. There's some big news. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I guess some some basics. I don't know what's happening in the last like 24 hours, but mm -hmm. my I got a text message not last night, but the night before in the middle of the night mm -hmm. that my mom fell and broke her arm or that my oh parents my were in the hospital and apparently what? she broke her arm. Think, well, thank goodness that my dad even my parents never go to the doctor. So like if they were at the hospital, I was like, okay, something's not good. Yeah. Um, so I was really excited that they went and they're, you know, taking care of it, but I feel really bad. Mm. I know. So she's, and they only put, they put a temporary cast on her and she still has to see a specialist before they put the whole thing in a cast. But I think okay. she broke her wrist and possibly her like upper. How did this happen? She was just shaving. She was shaving her legs. Thank God she wasn't in the actual shower. She was using like an electric grazer with uh -huh. her like foot up on the sink and she just slipped. Oh my god! She, she said she tried not to like hit her head on the tub. 
Oh. So she just landed all her weight on her arm. Oh, wow. And luckily wow. my dad got home like 10 minutes after it happened. Well, you're, oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Jeez. So she was just there like waiting for him and hoping he'd get home well, or. I, I mean, I guess my, the, they have like a condo uh-huh. and the walls aren't that thin, but I guess the neighbor heard like a big loud crash. crash? She yeah. ran over and was like knocking at the door until my mom came down. Oh, wow. And so she hung out with her and she was like waiting outside and was like, Walter, like something happened. Oh my goodness. So, I mean, luckily that was good timing that he was, I mean, yeah. Hmm. I mean, I guess everything's fine. It's just her arm, but you know, I feel really bad. And she's still in a lot of pain too. Hmm. And then my sister's like, I don't know if tomorrow they're supposed to see a specialist and hopefully just fully casted. It was like either surgery or a cast. So they have to check first. Mm -hmm. But my sister broke her foot a couple months ago and it was weeks and weeks of not really getting an answer and the whole specialist and insurance thing. And they're like, you broke your foot. You didn't break your foot. You broke your foot. You didn't break your foot. We don't know what's wrong. There's a, it's just like, there's always some weird fucking thing. They don't, they don't ever know what's wrong. So hopefully tomorrow goes well, but my sister is like, I don't think they're going to do anything. I think she's actually going to a general doctor and now they have to send her to another specialist because the ER sends you so- somewhere, but that's not included in your insurance. So she can't use mm. it. So I don't know. Oh my God. That happened. So I'm feeling like maybe I can, I don't know if I have time, but I was going to try to maybe go down there tomorrow, but I don't even know if that's helpful hmm. just to maybe see her. And then I woke up in the morning after texting with my dad in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. you know, calling him being in a panic. I hear this crash in the middle of the night. I wake up, I look outside, I don't see anything. I have, uh, I was working on a short film. So mm-hmm. it was a shoot day yesterday. I wake up. Um, Mike is like helping me load the car. I go to get in the car and someone had done a hit and run and hit my car. What? And I can't open my driver's side door. Oh my God. So now I'm like invest and I didn't have time to do anything because I had to go to the shoot. So I still have to call my insurance after this. I just woke up after like a 17 hour day yesterday. So I'm like, not even a person. And I went wow. to all my neighbors and asked if they saw anything or heard anything. And someone has a ring camera. So uh-huh. I looked at it a little bit before we started recording, but I didn't find anything. But I know there has, it doesn't show my car, but you can see like the car over. So you would be able to hear and see something happening. Uh-huh. So hopefully, and there's another car on my street because it was a white car. You can, that also has damage on the opposite side of their car. I'm like, did you just hit my car and then park your car right here? Oh, so you think it might be somebody who. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because it's a neighborhood. I'm like, so I'm like, I kind of think it might have been them, but I want to look at the footage first. And if I see that car, I'm going to go knock on all the doors and be like, is this yeah. your car? I know you yeah. ran into my car. I saw it and I heard it happen. Well, there I don't know is. If that's useful, but. So the last couple of days, Mars, the god of war, the planet of action, aggression, conflict has been transiting through your third house, which is the house that represents quick trips or commutes. So it rules cars and it's squaring your Pluto, the God of death. Shit's not going to be the same as it used to be. So it's like a death to your car or a transformation. Well, now I'm kind of worried also like, because what if my car's totaled? Like, it doesn't look that bad, but it's not like my car's worth that much. Like, car shit is so expensive. I'm like, yeah. 
And then even if they give me money for my car, I can't buy another car that's as nice as my car for the same amount. It's like a half of what my car is really like worth. Like, And do you owe a lot of money on that car? I think I've, I think I had a five-year loan and I think it's been three years. Okay. Well, hopefully you'd be able to pay that off and then have money to put down on the next thing. And I just bought a battery. I just went and got it oh and all the tune up shit. So I already yep, spent like yep. almost two thousand dollars having car issues. Oh this my past god. Month. Oh my god. I'm just so over it. Wow. So that wow. kind of felt agitating. Mm. You know, I'm like, there's nothing to do to do, but I'm just a little bit like, you know, I feel mm -hmm. bad for my parents. Yeah. So I don't know. Everything feels mm -hmm. a little bit. I mean, also it's been like I think maybe th for the last three weeks, every week, I'm like, yeah, I feel like I haven't had a day off. I, I feel like I'm still on that thing. People keep asking me like, oh, what did you do this weekend? I'm like, or what are you going to do this weekend? I'm like, this is my Monday, but I never got a day off. And now it's, yeah. like, I think, week four. So I'm feeling pretty beat. And mm. then today we record and I'm going to try to edit today while I'm kind of cleaning my, my house looks like an insane person lives here. Like a week ago I had... <laughs> clean it was like spotless and beautiful and then i had this production anytime production's happening it's like i'm not even a person and then i worked the weekend in addition to that which was just absurd so now i'm just yeah. kind of playing catch up uh, i just went uh, to in and out yeah. this morning after the gym yeah perfect combo yeah exactly uh and usually in and out has the longest line so someone comes to the window they ask you what you want to order you mm -hmm. place your order you go pick it up well, yeah. there was no line, so I forgot how a drive-through works, and I just drove. I never ordered. I just drove straight up to the window. There was like one oh, car in front of me, you, so then I got there. You drove to the was, second window instead of the first window. You didn't stop at the first window, or there's no first window in and out. There's just a window. No, there's two well, windows. Not at this one. No? That's like oh, a, okay. one of those small little hut type of ones that you mm. drive through the building. Mm -hmm. All right. So. I just get to the window and I'm like, wait, I didn't even fucking, I was like, oh my God, I fucked up. I didn't even order anything. Yeah. I forgot that you're supposed to stop at the speaker because I've never ordered oh, a speaker the from speaker. in and out. Oh, the speaker. Okay. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, I'm just out of it. Hmm. I was going to ask you something. Maybe we should get into the week. Okay. I don't know if we have, should we do, I feel like we talked a lot. Yeah. We don't need intro. to do questions. We'll do questions next week, I guess. Yeah, that was a long intro. So yeah, it was nice. It was a nice. <laughs> it was good out. though. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. But so. if you are a new listener, the best way to follow along with the podcast is to go to the website, theweeklytransit.com. Go to the forecast. That's where we give a summary of what we talk about on here. We write all of Scott's journal prompts, which are kind of my favorite part. And it also shows the images. So if you want to learn the languages of astrology, learning the images is real. Is Learning the images are really important. <laughs> mm. Learning the images are really important. So if you go to the website, they live there. And they also live on YouTube or Spotify. There's a video version where we present them. So you go to the website or YouTube or Spotify mm -hmm. and grab a copy of The Basics of Astrology, which is the book we put together. It's available in the show notes. It's on Amazon. It's $10 for a download or $30 for a really pretty coffee table book. Yeah, if you want to learn a language, if you want to become fluent in any language, you need to learn how to read the language. And so that's what the basics of astrology is all about, teaching you the symbols. It's a, a simple guide. I, 
remember I just like refused to learn it. It was like the death of me. He's like every week Scott would be like, just if you learn the signs and symbols, it'll be easier. And I was just like, I literally, I can't, I won't. And I can't. And he was like, okay, well, I want to write this book. So like, can you help me with design and all this stuff? And in the end of, you know, editing and looking at these symbols and reorganizing them and I learned them and yeah. I was like, God damn it. This, this is life changing. It makes yeah. everything so much easier. And it also allows you to be much more intuitive with the language. So like, yes, obviously I always want you as my astrologer, hmm. but on day-to-day simpler stuff when something's going on if it's not a catastrophe or i'm not like having a meltdown i'm like oh like this is happening that's happening i just look at the alignments for the day and i can just absorb it kind of instantly with you know the i mean the basics of astrology is very simple so it's like just a few quick words and sentences that go along with each sign and each symbol and it allows you to just give yourself a sense of what is going on yourself Mm -hmm. which i think is beautiful Mm -hmm. yes Um, and then would you also like to thank our sponsors before we get into yes yes let's thank the sponsors we want to thank samantha jenny jessica kendra larry jasmine brenna janelle vincent and michelle clarissa aline cassie merdinas brooke ricky amaranth annie amber deborah haley janine and carrie Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all so much for donating to the podcast. We appreciate all of you. It allows us to spend more time doing what we love, sharing the planets and stars with you. And if you'd like to donate to the podcast, if you go to the show notes, there's a support link. You can donate $1, $5 or $10 a month. And if you just want to support in other ways, you can write us a review. You can rate us five stars. You can buy the basics of astrology you can write us a review on the basics of astrology on amazon and we're really trying to monetize our youtube channel which means we need to get to 1000 subscribers so even if you don't necessarily go to youtube and watch us all the time if you just go hit the subscribe link that would be very beneficial to us i think we have 200 i think we're at like 800 we need 200 more and if everyone that was listening signed up, then we would have a oh, few we'd thousand. Be there. Yeah. <laughs> we'd be there. So, yeah, we've got we've got like over four thousand followers on Spotify. So, yeah. so like, yeah, go yeah. subscribe. That would be very. <laughs> yes, uh, I forgot how to speak. Very, that would be very, very great, very awesome, uh, <laughs> very I cool. Promise, yeah, that would be very cool. Thank you. Um, would you like to get us started on the week? Well, yeah, I just have a couple announcements that I wanted to make. Yeah. Um, uh, so I have this idea for a class that I want to talk about, and I'd like people to email me if they're interested in it, because I, I really don't like self-promotion. I don't like promoting myself. I don't like flooding people's inboxes with, you know, three days left until the registration closes, you know, or I I just, that drives me nuts. So um, I'm going to teach a class on the North node and I want people who are interested in the class to reach out to me, uh, just email me North node class so that I can get your information And I will, once I feel like I have enough people that are interested, I will reach out to you and we'll plan a time uh, that will hopefully work for 
most everyone um, because I don't really like picking a day and just saying, this is the day that the class is happening. And then I have to like spend so much time promoting it, promoting it, promoting it. And I feel exhausted by that whole process. So I'd rather just have like a list of people that are interested in the class and then I can reach out to you and we'll figure out, you know, a time that will work for the majority. And yeah. So, and I also want to offer something else new that I'm calling the cosmic reset. So if you, if you are wanting to kind of get like a taste of, of what it is I do with the cosmic pathway, uh, this is kind of like a mini cosmic pathway. We'd meet for five weeks and we'd meet meet every week, once a week for five weeks for 30 minutes. So it's just a quick exchange. Uh, it's mostly going to be, you might have a couple questions and me sharing with you, answering those questions and sharing with you uh, what you need to look for in the week ahead. Uh, so if you're interested in the Cosmic Reset, email me cosmic reset in the subject line if you're interested in the north node class email me and just put north node class in the subject line and uh, i'll look forward to hearing from you and then if you want only if you're open to it scott we can make a poll on spotify and it allows you to ask other questions so you can just say who wants to be involved in a class um I don't know if that's a yes or no. I mean, that's where we put our questions, but people yeah. can write in there too and just say, I'm interested in the, in the classes. I think there's a couple options on Spotify. So that might, I be guess I option. want, I want people's emails though, too. So I don't know if people would feel comfortable putting, I guess maybe we're the only ones that see those though. Right. So yeah, yeah. they could put their email in there. Okay, cool. So I'll put that in as a question. Good idea, Ingrid. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the easier, the better, <laughs> it, even for me, even if I yeah. was interested, I probably wouldn't email you. Yeah. So like, yeah, you know, okay. we'll, we'll try Good. to make it easy. I'm going to put that in this week's, uh, yeah, I'll put it in the, in the okay. question. question. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So if you listen on Spotify, there'll love be a little that. spot. You can write your email. If you're interested in class, you can just write your email. And then if you're interested in the North node or the cosmic reset. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Ingrid. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. We can also make a box on the website too, where it's like, a couple different options there's different mailing lists that people can sign up for so we can make one just for those two items as well Mm, okay okay cool thank you all right let's get into the week it's the week of monday or the week of june 12th through the 18th we begin here with monday june 12th where we are looking at this is the sun in gemini the sun, the giver of light, life, and vitality in the mutable air sign symbolized by the twins, Gemini, forming this supportive sextile with the moon, the planet of emotions, in the cardinal fire sign symbolized by the ram, mm. Aries. So, so this, yeah. I'm just curious, Well, before yeah. we even explain it, I just think think that by looking at the alignment without seeing the sextile that it seems like it would be a good alignment yeah um, why is because that of, uh gemini is like a curious energy like mm-hmm. the sun is very vibrant and it's kind of bringing life to it and then aries moon your emotions you want to be expressive so you're able to express your curiosity um directly to people 
Mm-hmm. But I was, I'm like, I'm wondering if that seems intuitive because it's the air and the fire sign mixed together, or if there was like another combination of how you get like the sextile there that makes it, you know, an easy alignment. Yes. No, I love that. I mean, air fuels fire, fire raises the air, curiosity, uh, curiosity can be fueled by, can be, what's the word? It, it can be stimulated by, by courage. You know, the, the, the moon in Aries, when the moon is transiting through Aries, it's bringing an emotional sensitivity to your sense of self. And so you're more emotionally connected to yourself and what you want and what's important to you. And with the sun in Gemini, that is bringing vitality to curiosity. So Maybe there's some questions that you want to ask somebody that you have been afraid to ask, or you've been a bit timid to ask these questions. Now is a time when you are receiving that support to put yourself forward and ask the question. But then it's also having the courage to listen too, because listening, if if you ask a question and you don't listen, then what's the point of the question? So, uh, so it's important that you want to have the courage to listen and it's Gemini season. Gemini is all about listening. So it's about understanding how other people think what's going on with them. I'm also thinking like when someone's asking you a question, being open and like brave enough to answer authentically like sometimes someone asks you a question and they're being genuine and they want to know but we can be defensive mm-hmm. or they're like oh well why did you do that like well well you know because of this and that <laughs> and you're like well i was literally just asking you because i really wanted to know i wasn't trying to be mm-hmm. a bitch or like poke at you so like when you're feeling receptive to I think, I mean, I think that's kind of like the root of all conflict is when someone's, when people both aren't on the same page, when someone's actually curious and they're trying to further the relationship and go deeper and the other person is just like not having it. So when that person's open and receptive to the questions, then you get more authentic answers. Yes. Yes. I think it's also how you ask the question too, you know, like this, like I, I spent some time like kind of eavesdropping on Gabriella's classes when she was uh, at the Pacifica Graduate Institute in the first uh, first year and a half or two years. It was all remote because of COVID. And I remember one time one of her professors was like, don't ask the question, why? Why this? Why did you do that? Or why? Because it's it's like like accusatory in some way. It's annoying so, too. It's yeah. just like, what do you mean fucking why? I fucked yeah. up. Like yeah. I'm trying to share with you and you're t- why? I don't know why. You tell me. I think that maybe someone asked yes. me that before and I was like, you tell me why. Mm-hmm. I'm paying you. Aren't you supposed to tell me why? Mm. So maybe it's like, you know, what is your motivation for making a decision like that? Or just reframing it in some way that is less pointed and accusatory and more curious and optimistic in really wanting to just know I just, i'm just curious i'm not judging that, you i really like that the the art of asking a um, like an emotionally intelligent and and genuine question mm-hmm. I, I mean yes. it does make all the difference there's a difference yes. i mean why and why can be interpreted two different ways just based on the words that you're using mm-hmm. 
Yes. It's also, you know, the tone, I guess, that you're asking the question in as well. That also makes a difference. So sure. I mean, even in you, I think that you can be the things that you ask when you are trying to pull something out of me and get to the root of like maybe the why behind what I'm doing Mm -hmm. could easily be inflammatory, but it Mm -hmm. is your you're not asking me the question the intention behind your questions is to help me get to the bottom Mm -hmm. of it to answer it myself like why am you want me to know why without you saying why like there is a yeah a depth and a curiosity and an authenticity to the meaning behind your words you're not trying Mm. to poke at me you're trying to help me and i think you're right the tone Mm. yes with the moon in Aries, though, there can be some maybe aggression there as well, where you're trying to agitate somebody, whether you're aware of it or not, you're trying to agitate them with your questions. And and so if that's the case, then it's probably coming from a place of fear, which is the shadow side of Aries. If you're coming from a place of love, then you're not going to be, a, the question's not going to feel like you're attacking somebody. It's going I mean, to. F- I think that the fear can live on the, on the, on the person of the, on the side of the person that is getting asked the questions. Like I feel like you've asked me many of uh, an inflammatory question. You know, <laughs> even even if it might rile me up, because you're not scared of how I might react. You're not doing it to piss me off. You're doing it to like you know ignite me. Mm. And I think that that's also like it's okay to feel fear and to feel defensive and to like you know stir some shit up because not everything is easy and sometimes to get to the bottom Mm -hmm. of things it's like it's upsetting like yes not that you're making me angry but you for sure have made me feel upset because of the things that come up within myself that i'm discovering like it's upsetting Mm. to find out that you know i've been doing these things to myself and you know it's Mm. based on my childhood it's upsetting to like to to see these revelations open up that you know, I could have had control over in the past, but I didn't have the tools at the time. It's, it can be sad. It can be just a lot of things can come up when you reveal through the art of the question. Mm, I love it. That's your, that's your Gemini rising book. The art of the question by Ingrid Iverson. That's, (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. That's a great title. So Tuesday, June 13th, We've got the moon has now transited from Aries into Taurus and it forms a conjunction here with the North Node, the soul's purpose or karmic pathway of the soul in the fixed earth sign symbolized by the bull. That's what Taurus is. And so, you know, this is bringing that emotional sensitivity to yourself worth, what you value, what's important to you, your likes and dislikes. How are you spending your money? How are you making your money? Is it in alignment with your self-worth? You know, there's an interesting thing that I put in the forecast. uh, Was it last week or two weeks ago? uh, When Jupiter was conjunct the North Node, I thought it was very interesting because I didn't mention it on the podcast. So sometimes, you know, read the forecast because some of the things I after the podcast and I'm writing the forecast, I'm like, Oh, I should have thought about this in the podcast, but I didn't. So I'm writing in the forecast, but, uh, (laughs) Jupiter, the last time Jupiter was conjunct the North node and it's still close to the North node, but the last time they were conjunct in Taurus was may of 
1929, which was six months before Black Thursday, the Great Crash of 29, which was the beginning of the Great Depression. So, no, I don't like this. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know what that means for us, uh, but I mean, I feel like we're already there, so. It kind of feels like like we're teetering on something like that. And so with the moon conjunct the north node, it's very important to just tap into your values. Really take a look at your bank accounts, your finances. Where How are you making money? What are you doing to make your money? Is what you are doing to make your money, does that align with your sense of self-worth and your personal values? And then what are you spending your money on and how does what you're spending your money on bringing you something back that you truly feel good about having? So like this weekend I worked at the club, but then I also did this film thing and we always talk about, you know, maybe examples of working at the restaurant and then spending all your money drinking, but like Mm -hmm. the club when I'm managing it properly, I think it can be very lucrative and I don't feel as drained, but when I have to do it like more full time, like this weekend I bought like a Red Bull or not a Red Bull, a monster, mm. like two days in it. Like I don't normally drink energy drinks only in the last month. I just started re-drinking coffee because I've just been like, I don't have enough life mm. force to do all the things that I have mm-hmm. on my plate. So I like this weekend I bought like all these energy drinks and then like, I don't know. I was just like eating. I was so hungry. I don't even know what oh, I ate. I've in like three years of working at Jet. I have eaten there three times because of a full, just a a food panic. I was like, I just have Mm -hmm. to eat something. Mm -hmm. So I had chicken tenders this weekend at the club. Mm. So, you know, that's when you know I'm in a dark place when I've eaten food from a strip club. That is disgusting. (laughs) You know, oh my God. And then I was like, I ended up, I was like, I'm either have to leave to go eat right now because i didn't bring snacks like the day before i had all my snacks i had all my drinks like Mm -hmm. hydration and nutrition stuff and i was like okay perfect like that's a setup for a good day the next day i just didn't have enough time to like ended up with an energy drink no food it was just a bad combo and i don't want to be spending my money on energy drinks and disgusting chicken tenders Mm -hmm. so it's like sometimes that i really have to set myself up to success to feel good there and if i don't it's you know, recipe for me to be spending money on things that are a waste of money and they don't actually bring me any joy. They're just like a big band-aid. So that's what securing wow. your values is all about. You know, it's, it's saying that I value good food, good healthy food, which means I cannot allow anything to get in the way of my time that I need to have a good healthy meal that allows me to feel good. And then I even snapped at one of the customers, which I also try not to do anymore. And it was because I was starving Mm -hmm. and I was just like, Mm -hmm. this is what happens when I don't like have my priorities right. And then sometimes I don't think dancing is like the ideal path for me. I think it where I can make it work, but there is some like, you know, some finagling that has to happen for it to really work for me. And so that was just kind of a, you know, a little wake up call of, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of snapping at somebody eating yes. shitty food, energy drinks. And then, yes. I mean, then I work production, which kind of feels like a very chaotic energy, but it definitely feels fulfill- more fulfilling at the end of the day, helping on people's art projects. But mm-hmm. it was actually kind of a bad example. Cause again, there's just not enough rest and 
it's hard to eat healthy. Like I, I organized the food. So I ordered mm-hmm. us, um, Zanku chicken, which is like Mediterranean food. So that felt really nice. We all had like, I got good snacks for everyone. So, I mean, that's always my priority is making sure. It's Armenian like, food. Zanku is, is it Armenian. really? Oh my God. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Chris was there and he was like the garlic sauce that they have, like the yeah. whipped garlic. Mm-hmm. That's He's like, their specialty I be right there. Like, I want to be laid to like when I die, I need to be laid in a bed of this. this yes. Is- <laughs> yes. I love it. Um, but yeah, the values, mm-hmm. valuing ourselves and where exactly. we're spending our money and making sure that we're spending our money on the things that actually bring us joy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so that theme continues as we move to Wednesday, June 14th, where we're looking at the moon still in Taurus, aligning with Saturn, the god of wealth and time, the planet of restriction, responsibility, hard work, achievement and authority in the mutable water sign symbolized by the fish Pisces. So this is a supportive sextile. This is about taking responsibility for what you value and really taking responsibility to trust your intuition based on what you value, show yourself compassion that you deserve to have what you value, Mm. be empathetic to others who may be infringing upon your values, but also maintaining healthy boundaries between you and anyone who's infringing upon your values and having faith manifesting what it is you want in the material that's what this is about i mean even just going back to yesterday's stuff it's like okay well a lot of the girls can just eat chicken tenders every night and drink alcohol and energy drinks and they feel Mm -hmm. they love to it they feel like it's like they're kind of their routine they they kind of enjoy it and that's Mm -hmm. great for them i can have a boundary and be like oh that's good that makes her feel good but knowing myself enough to know that that doesn't make me feel good i know one of the girls is like okay make sure you bring your snacks make sure you bring your things so you can have a good day like mm. always like cheering me on like she doesn't care about them but she knows that like you know having people that appreciate you for who you are and like you know vice versa she's supporting what you value she knows that ingrid needs good food and when she doesn't have that food at work she's going to be cranky And I don't want to have to deal with that. And I don't want any customers (laughs) having to deal with that because I'm working, you know, for them too, you know? So I mean, I think I bring a better energy to the club. I think I'm mostly in a pretty good mood, but if I'm hungry, it's just, everything is out. Everything's Mm -hmm. out the window. People are like, what the fuck is wrong? What happened to her? Exactly. Exactly. She had to eat chicken tenders and now she's pissed. Yeah. Vibe killer. Yeah. Yeah. The chicken tenders are a vibe killer. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you're, unless you're like a seven-year-old boy, you know, my nephew loves the chicken I mean, tenders. So I mean, I'm not against chicken tenders. <laughs> it's specifically probably the cheapest, trashiest chicken tenders that have ever lived. Yeah. The oldest, grossest oil, like the combo. I'm like, are yeah. they even washing their, I'm sure they're washing their hands, but I just get freaked out. I'm like, this is not a food place. You mm-hmm. don't need to eat food. This isn't where you eat food. <laughs> Oh my God. Got to open up a fine dining strip club. That's what I thought you were going to say a fine dining chicken tender place. (laughs) Or that too. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. Thursday, June 15th, we've got Saturn again in Pisces squaring off 
with Mercury, the messenger of the gods, guide of souls to the underworld, the planet of consciousness, communication, and coordination in the mutable air sign symbolized by the twins and ruled by Mercury, Gemini. So Mercury and Gemini squaring off with Saturn in Pisces. There's a there's a vice. Our mind is in a vice right now where it's like we're trying to connect our conscious thoughts to our con- unconscious reality or bringing the the dream into reality uh like Ingrid with her microphone right now what the <laughs> sorry Ingrid Gemini rising just can't stop fidgeting moving it's like I can't it's really it's a catastrophe every time oh I have my to god. sit here oh my god so Mercury in in Gemini it's bringing that natural sense of curiosity of 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 inquisitiveness wanting to listen and learn but then saturn in pisces restricting or constricting our unconscious so maybe it's harder to listen because we're stuck in our dream world or if our mind is drifting maybe we're more tired than normal i've been hearing a lot of people saying like they haven't been sleeping well uh you know maybe that has to do with saturn in pisces because pisces is the sign of dreams saturn is the planet of restriction so you know what what does this mean Uh, we're having we're there's there's work to be done to truly articulate your unconscious thoughts Work to be done to articulate your conscious thoughts. Work to be done to listen compassionately, but also actively. I'm also wondering maybe the curiosity and the questions you're trying to answer by like and learning about yourself. Maybe you're delving into your subconscious and you don't like what's in there. And that's like the uncomfortable square part. Mm. Yes, it's like being compassionately curious so that when you're asking the question, maybe it's to yourself, maybe it's to someone else, you're you're asking the question compassionately as if, you know, how would I feel if if someone was asking me this question? I mean, just kind of going back to um the 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 intro of where we talking, was it the intro when we were talking about that or uh, maybe a uh, Monday we were talking about, you know, how, how you ask the question is so important. Having yes, compassion yes. and understanding. Yes, exactly. Really recognizing that, you know, we're all here. Uh, and it all souls. sucks. <laughs> yeah. Or no, I wasn't going to say it oh, all okay. sucks, but like, you know, like we're, we're stuck here together. Yeah. We are. So let's be compassionate to ourselves let's be empathetic to others it's it's hard sometimes not to just look at another person as just this other thing that's keeping me from what i want it's that's a part of you actually that person that you're angry at is a part of you it's hard to think that way and live life that way but this is part of what this energy is about with Saturn and Pisces and then Mercury and Gemini. 
I mean, I think it's really hard. I mean, it's hard to be compassionate of others sometimes because you don't understand them. And also it's hard to be compassionate to ourselves. It's like, if you can't be compassionate to someone else, you're certainly not going to be compassionate to yourself. Like mm-hmm. it's, they yeah. kind of go hand in hand and they're sometimes a tough thing to swallow. Mm-hmm. And then also going back to the money thing too, with like the Taurus energy, you know, Mercury is, is the god of merchants and thieves. So Mercury has to do with commerce and and sharing, exchanging, you buying and selling and that sort of stuff. So, you know, with bringing that Saturn energy, the authority in Pisces, the dream, manifesting the exchange of money. What do you want that money exchange to look like for you? So this continues on with Mercury and Gemini as we move to Friday, June 16th. Mercury forms a conjunction with the moon. So this is bringing an emotional sensitivity to your curiosity, the ability to communicate your emotions, to ask questions from an emotional place, to listen on an emotional level. Is it gonna be easier? Yeah, I think I think so. Okay. I think easier. Yeah, I think it's supporting you to to increase that emotional intelligence to yeah. ask questions. Yeah, to ask questions that are emotionally intelligent. I think that takes that just takes practice. I think if we're practicing this type of curiosity all week, it's just gonna be easier and easier. Mm-hmm. It can definitely be uncomfortable at first being the asker not knowing what the other person's going to say, how they're going to take it. And then even being on the receiving end, like it can be, it can be awkward, but like when you have like a grounded emotional intelligence about the questions themselves, it's going to go so much smoother. Mm. Like if you're really tapping into getting to the bottom of it, because sometimes, you know, you ask somebody something and you know, they don't want to tell you the answer. And it's like, okay. Or you well, ask somebody something and you think you know the answer already. Ooh. So you're being, you're being like condescending. Yeah. You know, you're like to, you're trying to like answer it with the question. Like I already know. Yeah. I know the answer to the, yeah. It's, it's like, this happened at the restaurant all the time where you have this like condescending manager that comes in and says, does this table look set? Oh, that's some, I hate. Yeah. And it's like, the- if there's a fucking problem with the table, then tell me what you want to change. Don't ask me this condescending question. Okay. It's, yeah. You're being an asshole right now. That's the perfect Don't ask example. me, does this table look set? Does this food look... It's like, just t- what do you want? You, you don't have a question. No. You actually just want to tell me something, but you're afraid to say it. So you're put, posing it into a question to be like passive aggressive. It's, a question yeah, passive aggressive mm-hmm. avoid being passive aggressive it's not exactly. it's not attractive and you never no. get what you want no one's going to no. respect you as an authority mm-hmm. if you do things like that yeah exactly I, mean, I, I was on set all week do you think that that i, don't, I just don't think that that ever goes well because mm, this doesn't go no. well just tell people what you want and say exactly it in a kind way we're in a t- we're in a, we're in a tense environment right now. I need you to be direct with me. Yeah. Don't play these fucking psychological games with me. So moving on to Saturday, June seventeenth, we've new got moon. the new moon in Gemini. Yay. 
Yes, new moon in Gemini. So if you're curious in learning how this moon cycle is going to be affecting you, which is the new moon in Gemini and the full moon in Capricorn, you can enroll in the moon cycle classes at theweeklytransit.com. And so this is the new moon in Gemini. When you think of Gemini, think of these four cornerstones, questions, listening, communication, and connecting. So you want to ask the question. You want to be able to listen. You want to communicate back what you've heard or sharing your insight into what you've received. And then through this conversation, which could be another cornerstone, if there's five corners of uh, the Gemini house, uh, then it's about connecting. Because when we're asking questions and listening, you're learning uh, from whatever the person that you're talking to is sharing with you. And you file that away and you're like, oh, so this is what they're interested in, or this is their perspective. I know somebody else over here who could relate to that. So I'm going to connect these two people together because Gemini is about connecting. It's about being a conduit. So we want to set our intentions to ask questions, to listen, to, we want to set our intentions to be a better communicator. We want to set our intentions to be a connector. Who would you like to connect with and who would you like to connect together? Like if you know two people in your life who don't know each other, but they have common interests and they could help each other in some way, connecting them together. So this is what the new moon in Gemini is about. It's occurring at 9.38 p.m. on Saturday, June 17th. We like to set our intentions after this time, 9.38 p.m. Pacific time. You set it after because... That is when the wave is beginning. You said it before and you're in the old lunar cycle. So this is putting you in the new energy. And uh, hopefully, yes, yes. I like that. Yeah. It's think of it as like catching a wave. You know, it's like we're swimming in and the wave's starting to crest and you want to get it turned around fast enough to like drop into yeah. the wave you as opposed right to, it. yeah, exactly. You as opposed to the dust. <laughs> Yes, the wave is off to the shore and you're behind it. So you don't yeah. want to be there. Uh, so hopefully we're all going to be better listeners, uh, better communicators. And, and we're going to be connecting with people and learning a little bit about a lot. We want to gather information and, and be a little bit smarter. You know, Gemini is ruled by Mercury. Mercury is the, the planet of the conscious mind. So how can you be smarter? Now, we also want to mention... Uh, Saturn here, which is all by itself, but you'll notice the seven is red, which means that Saturn is retrograde today. It begins its retrograde transit. Uh, Saturn moved into its retrograde shadow on March 11th of this year. It begins retrograde today on June 17th. It, it moved into its retrograde shadow. It's zero degrees in Pisces. So literally right after it moved into Pisces, it was in the shadow. It's going to move back to zero degrees on November 4th, and it will move. That's when the retrograde ends, November 4th, and then it moves out of its shadow past the point where it is right now on February 7th, 2024. So if you have key astrological points in Sagittarius or Gemini, 
between degrees zero and seven. You want to be very mindful because there could be uh, feelings of restriction or limitation mm -hmm. in whatever these areas are. Uh, but through it all, you remember Saturn in Pisces is about committing to doing the work to trust your intuition. And then when you trust your intuition and things don't go the way that you had hoped to show yourself compassion and then commit to doing the work to be empathetic to those involved in the decisions that you made through trusting your intuition and it didn't go the way that you wanted it to go. Do the work required to show yourself compassion. Do the work required to be empathetic to others. And most importantly, do the work required to, to have faith that everything that is occurring in your life right now is for some greater, higher purpose. Even if it feels like I trusted my intuition, I thought it was right, but now I know that it's wrong. Maybe once you get to a point further down the road, you're going to look back and say, oh, it actually was the right choice. And I understand why I fell on my face in that, in that uh, interim after I made that choice. Yeah. And I, I, I'm happy where I am right now. So if you're curious about how this Saturn transit is affecting you directly, you can contact me for a reading at theweeklytransit.com. I, I wanted to tag onto that. You were talking about learning and being curious. And if things are not going as planned, we followed our intuition, we didn't get what we wanted. It's like, mm -hmm. what can we learn out of that experience that we can take into our future? Like, Usually there is a lesson there, even if it's maybe not the one that you wanted. All of these, we acquire all of these skills cumulatively over time. So maybe dancing is not my end all be all career, but I learn a lot of really good skills on how to manage my mood and how to take care of myself and how to authentically connect with people and uh, like being self-motivated there's no one to manage you there so there's uh, so many skills that can translate to anything else in life just because i'm maybe not doing the th one thing that i think i'm like most meant for doesn't mean i'm not learning so much through all these other things even with like film i'm like i love being in the film world but any skill in that world is like you're anytime you're acquiring a new skill it can be used in so many ways we don't want to learn about communication because what because what that we're going to be better communicators. That's going to, that's going to impact every relationship and career and money, totally. every aspect of our lives. So yes. There is like something there to learn. Totally. I love it. Love it, Ingrid. Love your attitude. You know, like imagine if you were a better listener, imagine if you were a better communicator. I yeah. mean, who doesn't want that? And so, you know, that's what this is about. Well, I think our ego can get in the in the way. I already am a good communicator. I already am <laughs> I a good listener. What do you mean? What do you mean? I'm not listening. I heard what you said. <laughs> yeah, I know what exactly. you mean. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I know what you're so trying defensive. to say. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. I love it. So good. All right. Well, moving on to Sunday, June 18th, we've got the sun in Gemini again, aligning with Neptune, the Our god Pisces. of fresh water in the sea, the planet of illusion, deception, compassion, and intuition in Pisces, the sign that is ruled by Neptune. So, you know, earlier in the week, we had uh, we had Saturn squaring off with Mercury in Gemini. 
And now we have Neptune, Saturn in Pisces squaring off with Mercury in Gemini. Now we have Neptune in Pisces squaring off with the Sun in Gemini. So this is a similar sort of tone or frequency. Maybe it's the same song being played with different instruments. Uh, but the, the theme of it all is like, we've talked about this before so much. I feel like in the past in other episodes, maybe it was a year ago when the sun was, was transiting through uh, Gemini and squaring off with Neptune and Pisces. But you know, that Pisces energy is that intuition where it's like, you just said, I know what you're saying. It's like you, you have like this sort of intuitive ability to, I know what they're thinking. I know, you know, you just have this feeling that tells you, but do you really, do you really know so, what's going on with well, that other sometimes, person? Sometimes our intuition is clouded by our trauma. Yes. And it yes. feels like intuition, but it's, it's just something that reminds us of some other time period. Our, I've been through lives. this before. I've, I've, I've dated someone just like this. Yes. I know what happens when you say something like this, or I know mm -hmm. what happens when someone acts like that. It's like, well, maybe if you had some compassion, you would be like thinking, oh, that person's really tired and overwhelmed. Like even the other day, Chris was being super aggro just through a text. And at first I was a little defensive and I was getting irritated. And then, and then after a minute I was like, oh, I just asked him, are you okay? because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i was like oh he's not okay and he said no i'm not okay i didn't get any sleep i did this didn't happen something's happened oh has nothing to do with me it doesn't mean that i did something wrong or something's happening between us nothing's happening between us he's having a bad day yes so it's all i had all to about... do was ask are you are you okay no that's it and then that brings me compassion and then that makes me compassionate when i'm like oh he's having a shitty day didn't get any fucking sleep everything's going wrong <laughs> Of course, he's having a panic. That's nice. And so it's bringing that Gemini energy into the mix and asking the question rather than making the assumption based on your intuition. And it's not always easy to ask that simple question either to not mm -hmm. get triggered and be like, you just think I'm stupid and you're just being rude. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I, I had it for a moment and I was like, okay. Well, let's see. Let's just, let's be curious. Maybe, mm -hmm. maybe there's something else going on. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Practice. Practice. <laughs> but if yeah. we were all able to, I mean, it's just like, we all have things that it's impossible to never get poked at by something that's happened in the past. That's just mm -hmm. how we are wired. That's like a, a protective mechanism for like, even like animals that you remember yes. something because you need to be prepared and have like, a uh like Defense. an automatic response yeah yeah to to protect yourself mm -hmm. but like mm -hmm. we're not really in fight or flight we don't always need to be protecting ourselves it's, it's yes. okay to kind of let your guard down and so back up your intuition with the facts and yeah. you'll get the facts yes. by asking the question yes that that right yes <laughs> the golden ticket of the week and when you ask the question be compassionate Okay. I think it, it like instantly diffused the issue when I said, are you okay? Yeah. No, I'm yeah. not okay. And then it's like, and then I think he even realized oh, it has nothing to do with her asking me a question about the film project. It's mm -hmm. just that I'm having a bad day. So I'm not going to take it out on her. I just realized that I am just having a bad day. Yes. Yes. And then you were able to have empathy for him. 
Yeah. Rather yeah, I don't want him to have a bad day. Out, yeah, exactly. Okay, he's having a shitty day. And then he has more empathy for you because you cared enough to ask. You were compassionate yeah. with him. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It seems Amazing. like such a simple solution that know, mo- right? most of the time doesn't happen. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're on edge and we've been working too hard and all yeah. I've eaten today is chicken fingers from the strip club. <laughs> that yeah exactly oh my god all right ingrid well i uh catch this hit and run person oh my god i'm on it time to do some neighborhood sleuthing and figure out who the culprit is i'll keep you posted yes please do hopefully by next week you have an answer for us you've caught the the, the bandit culprit. yeah the culprit well thank right, you thank ingrid. you thank you so much scott you're welcome ingrid I will see i'll you next see week. you next week thank you for listening to the weekly transit follow us on instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy if this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully please subscribe rate us five stars and share with your friends if you're ready to go deeper book a personal reading with scott or sign up for his new moon full moon class at theweeklytransit.com Transit, 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 transit.